Hello, you're listening to Put On Your Positive Pants. I'm your host, Beth Wilson, and I'll be bringing you a slice of positivity every week. For this episode, I'm joined by Georgina Merkel-Evans, who is an online business HR manager and entrepreneur. So that all sounds really fancy, but we're not really here to talk business. It's amazing what Georgina has achieved. But in this episode, we talk more about a diagnosis of anxiety and depression and how really turning into yourself, doing yourself awareness and doing what is right for you really can help you strive. And then in Georgina's case, that's helped her strive in her business. So it's a really interesting chat. I hope you enjoy. So enter the podcast, Georgina. Hi, Georgina. How are you? Hello. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, thank you. Yes. Could you please introduce yourself, my lovely listeners? Yeah, so my name's Georgina Merkel. Well, I should say Merkel Evans because I've got married and my husband all murdered me. Um, <laughs> we, but, don't. Um, we don't want that. But yeah, so I'm Georgina Merkel. I go as Merkel for work. Um, and I am an online business manager. So I kind of support businesses with their operations and the stuff you know like the stuff you have to do that deliver the delivery and that can be quite hard um so I kind of focus on that and help people whether that's um admin and like automations and just making things happen like phone calls and stuff like that right down to like supporting businesses with their day-to-day ops everything they need to do delivering on projects and managing everything and making sure it happens so that's kind of what I do um but I started my company back in March 2020 just before the pandemic and then I went yeah just before the pandemic um but I had a full-time job at the same time so I did did both for a while and then obviously through the pandemic I had loads of free time I lockdown time um and eventually I left my job in January 2021 so I've been doing it for just over a year and a half now um full-time and um I have a little team so my sister works with me I have a, a little freelancer that works with me um and yeah I completely work from home nice so, yeah yeah um it's yeah. nice I have I have control over my work days and um my life even though sometimes it doesn't feel like that because you know you have to answer to people and you have to do things and you actually have to work as <laughs> yeah. well um, <laughs> um yeah it's nice being able to work for myself nice yeah that's great and I love I love hearing about people who've started up their own businesses and kind of feel empowered to to make that move um that's really great and I know you kind of reached out to me on Instagram and uh, you wanted to shine a light a little bit about um, mental health as well so could you tell us a little bit about like your mental health journey and how it kind of formed whilst you were um kind of starting your business as well like how you kind of managed that yeah, so I've, I've probably experienced mental health difficulties probably actually all of my life. I'm just, a, the, I have the type of a personality that's, um, it's built into me to be probably quite anxious, quite probably yeah. quite people pleasing and stressy is definitely a term that lots of people would use for me. It probably only came to being realised when I was about 15 and I would suffer with um, stomach ache 
really really bad stomach ache really intense stomach ache and then I would end up in hospital or under doctors trying to work out what was wrong with me and every time they kind of did all the tests and then drew a kind of a blank and sent me home with some other reason it could be you know you might have had a kidney stone or you know you could have a stomach infection or indigestion or or anything like that and and a few times floated the ideas that maybe this was in my head almost but never really like delving into the depths of that and I and I did see cams as a teenager after my parents split up and got some mental health support then mm-hmm. um and then kind of just you know carried on um did a little program with them did some anxiety and um depression self-help workshop things through the mm-hmm. through the NHS um and I was always the youngest person in those as well I was always like right. 18 or 17 mm-hmm. and they all had people who'd clearly been uh, referred by their GPs but they were all older working people and I was kind of studying and working and doing bits and pieces um, and then I went to university and um, every so often my stomachache would pop up um, and I think then that's when my probably my mental health difficulties became more pronounced I suffered with depression at university without knowing really what that was you know I just thought I was homesick I missed yeah. my family mm-hmm. um, you know it's kind of a typical stereotype of, of students you know going out late and not really studying all that much and spending a lot of time in bed and watching tv and I did all those things and um probably all been there. <laughs> yeah we've all been there and, and, and there's nothing wrong with that but I probably didn't uh, 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 connect that the two things were related yeah um and various times sought help from my GP popped in and said, like, I'm struggling right now. Usually in a moment of crisis when something like, like had happened in my life and, you know, breakups or friend fallouts or family yeah. stuff or anything like that. Um, but then um, I kind of settled into life here. I was three and a half, three, nearly, three, nearly three and a half hours away from home and um, decided to stay. I got a job, met my husband um, at university and yeah drove straight headfirst into working for somebody after I finished university and and did that but um as time went on and as we went into the pandemic I think it completely coincided probably would have happened anyway but maybe later just burnout I experienced burnout and that was just elongated due to the pandemic because um I didn't know that there wasn't that how I felt probably wasn't how everybody felt during the pandemic it really affected all of us didn't it you know yeah. all, all everybody was affected in different ways cool. and part of me enjoyed it I had no social obligations um no outside influences other than me and my dog my husband and just have work so at that time the work thing was the most stressful thing yeah and all of us were trying to navigate this new life and I think that's really more dramatically where um my depression and anxiety um came out and when I was back when I was about 16 and my GP diagnosed me with generalized anxiety disorder and said you know you're just a really anxious person you're anxious about everything um and that and that's kind of yeah that, that, that's it essentially go away and 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 do the work on yourself essentially that was kind of how it started and I think I was a bit like to label it as I don't really understand it maybe of the impact that it would have and then I was I was in probably a bit of a denial about depression because I thought well I have anxiety that's all it is it's just anxiety it's just anxiety but the two go really well hand in hand and um 
during the pandemic over, over two years ago in, in the August time I reached out to somebody I'd had counselling before because it's something I'd, I'd stepped into counselling a lot throughout my life but it's not the the only time so this is probably maybe my sixth or seventh time mm-hmm. um I reached out to my old counsellor and she wasn't working during the pandemic but she referred me to somebody else and so I started zoom counselling um with somebody and you know she said you're just operating at like one percent battery all of the time and have been probably for a really long time and acting like you're at 100 percent and that's yeah and I had to kind of make some choices I left my job um really started working on my on myself as as much as I could which is really hard Mm. you know to become super self-aware of yourself Mm. and recognize that I'm always going to be anxious and I'll probably experience depression again and, and, and will, it's not like a, it doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But then I've got to, I need to work out what's best for me to live with it. Yes. And be okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that was just really, oh, oh, I think it's hard to just to decide that you need to work on something if you're in complete denial that there's anything there and like I was open about it I spoke to people I said I have anxiety I have anxiety but like the label didn't really Mm. mean anything to me and I realized that um there's a really fine line between um who you are as a personality and what and the behaviors and the thought processes it's easy to think that that's all intertwined so it's like working out what's actually not me and 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 I call it my anxious brain it's like mm-hmm. yeah it's still part of me but it's like a separate thing to my logical my brain mm-hmm. working out what thoughts and behaviors are part of that and what's just me I like lists that's probably who I am and it's built into me to love lists and I make lots of lists but when it becomes obsessive and fueled purely by anxiety then that's a behavior that I have to make sure I try and work yeah. on and reduce so that you know that the behaviors I was exhibiting or the thought patterns I had and still do have uh, you know it's, it's always ongoing but those things I I probably I didn't know any different so I didn't know it wasn't normal and yeah. also I probably enjoyed a little bit it's like nice self-indulgent you know to be to not wallow it's not a nice word and it's got negative connotations but mm-hmm. I did I I sat in that I am an anxious person this is how I am everybody else needs to change around me mm-hmm. um and that and that doesn't mean that other people around me don't need to change themselves and make work on themselves but like I'm the only one that's gonna make any difference that's mm-hmm. it um, yeah I think it's I think it's key here that you've you know you've you've been given a label um sort of officially but you've not allowed that to define you you know you Mm. you kind of can compartmentalize couldn't get out um you know that it's is part of your brain but it's not the whole of you you know you're not using it as a as a particular descriptor of yourself it's just part of you and I think even a few things that you said I was like I can totally relate you know Mm. I haven't had any diagnosis and I kind of I wouldn't really describe myself as an anxious person but I think we all have a bit of something inside mm. us that is is like that. I love a list. I have a really emotional stomach kind of response to things. I've been through all the tests 
in a period of time that was quite difficult for me and then it was kind of like I think this is just like stress and and that kind of thing in the end of it um and yeah I think we can all probably relate to to little little bits of that um and I think yeah it's really great that you've kind of you've just accepted it it's who you are it's a part of you it's not it's not totally it doesn't define you but you've gone on to to do you know what you're doing to have a business and and although you you know you kind of would think oh would an anxious person really start a business like it's it's a real courageous brave quite a big thing to do where you kind of think oh well surely if you were anxious you kind of would be a bit like doubting yourself all the time or thinking oh should I go for it that kind of thing um so yeah it's really it's really brave that you you're speaking out about it I really I'm an advocate for for talking about mental health I think it's really really important so kind of thinking about your story and kind of what you've been through and where you are today which is amazing um kind of if people are listening um what would you say what are you like your three top tips I always ask my guests for three top tips in their area um so if someone's listening to this and they're like oh I've got anxiety as well but you know I just can't break out I can't no I can't do xyz you know what what is it that you would say to them? Um, I think my number top one is going for talking therapy. I okay. think that that really and 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 I think you have to be in the right space to do to access that because you know that it's it's a lot um, yeah. to embark on. And, and and I originally went from doing maybe like once I went once a week, to then once a fortnight, to now you know like two years on, like once every three weeks, mm-hmm. and I'm generally dealing with p- keeping to practice those behavioral um recognizing those behavior patterns and mm-hmm. challenging thought processes now and that's just recurring so it's about I think for me it was really important to talk to somebody and for them to be able to say to, to recognize where I me as a person and m- my anxiety and, and depression were like two different things yeah. And like recognizing I'm a sound person in my own right. I'm a yeah, I am I am not the thing as well. I'm just yeah. me. And um that they can be two different things. So that that was really helpful for me. So and mm-hmm. in you and you know, I I I pay for that and um for lots of people don't have that um, you know, that you know, privilege to be able to to afford that. And for the longest time I had to pay my counsellor like a bill every month. And pay it out as soon as I got paid because I didn't want to, you know, have that money sat there and and do other things with it. It really was important for me and um, to invest that way. So if if somebody's experiencing anxiety, learning to challenge those thought processes are really important. And you know, it's skills you have to learn for your rest of your life. You have to challenge yourself every day. So um, doing that. Um, being honest as well is just really important to me like it's super easy to hide those things and to not say and there are there is lots of judgment out there and people will judge you um but there are people that 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 won't and do understand and um I'm much more able to say now like I'm experiencing an anxious episode in this moment and this is why and that person might not even understand why that why that why I feel that way um but I really just pick up on energy really well I'm just an empath all over I can absorb all of the (laughs) feelings and um 
so I can probably pick up on more things maybe people other, other people don't pick up on so you know just saying that out loud sometimes makes me feel better um yeah. and number three recognizing what you need to um recover um I'm just I always compare myself and I see other people doing things and being busy mm. and I'm a busy person and still need lots and lots of rest whether that's like not doing anything and even when I'm not doing anything my brain still goes at 900 miles an hour so really trying to work out what switches that off mm-hmm. um and so not being afraid to try those things and, and for me that's wild swimming but for other people it's um, and, and doing nothing finding time to do nothing mm-hmm. and for other people that's mindfulness and, and accessing um different tools like that so just working out what you need and not beating yourself up I feel so guilty when I take those days but it's really important like to balance that rest with everything else because life is busy anyway and you never know really what Mm. everyone's up to you know all those people that look busy might not be busy you know people Mm. aren't honest enough about the downtime they take so um yeah just taking what you need and that being okay Mm. um that's really important thank you yeah those are great I think just picking up on the whole rest thing I think oh man I am such a rest is best person I I just find you so need it and and a lot of the time you know you might have some free time in your calendar and I don't know why but like why do we feel like we've got to fill it or oh yeah I'm free on Thursday even though that's your only free evening but you still say yes and then you think well now I've got no time like I've got no chill time I've got no time where I've literally just got nothing and it is so important to have those times when you when you're not doing anything you know I I really try and make sure that I've got you know the odd weekend or whatever where I don't actually have any plans because oh man your time is sacred and yeah you so need it and I'm with you on you know your brain can still be really active and I've really taken away from what you've said about it's it's all about you isn't it for for you personally of what works for you you know and and it is scheduling in those things and and yeah and knowing and being honest like you say being honest with yourself and with other people but yeah really being honest with yourself about about what you need and kind of what's going to work for you and with the therapy I suppose you've got to be you've got to be like you say in the right space but you've got to be sort of open to change haven't you you've got to be willing to to have sort of that I suppose you really kind of giving a lot of yourself aren't you it's really kind of raw and and open with someone that you don't know um which you know is is I think a good thing that obviously the person's you know can be objective and etc but but yeah it's really you know quite quite a thing to have therapy and and again I think it's it's really it's really brave of people to do it because you know that's a big thing like I say totally opening up you know really being open and honest with someone like I say that you don't know is is quite a big quite a big thing isn't it so yeah I think of I'm hearing you know do, do what's right for you when you've got to be open open to change yeah completely I think when I started like challenging my own behavior that was the biggest turning point for me because I would react negatively to situations to, with other people because I would want to please them so much right. um, that I would like compromise myself mm. and 
I may then then when something went wrong I would then react ever so strongly to that and like maybe completely withdraw or do you know leave the friendship or um and that would be like a long time coming you know so and it would all build up and I think when I started reflecting on my own behavior and recognizing like why I acted that way and and that my responsibility lies with me I think that really helped me to be able to recognize like I can't control other people I can only control myself and I put myself in those situations because I wanted something I was not going to get so Mm. I have to like flip that so yeah so becoming that self-aware was really helpful um Mm. and like you said just reflecting on you and what you need and resting and all of those kind of things definitely yeah absolutely so so if if you want people to just take away just one thing what would it be that you can go and do anything you want to do um and no amount of instagram kind of girl boss is reality but equally it's not easy it's hard work and that it's okay that things are hard work and difficult um but that you can you can you really can do anything and there's no time scales involved Mm. there's no pressure to do things tomorrow there's no pressure to to make life-changing groundbreaking things tomorrow you know most of the people who are successful are successful later in life for a reason because we all learn from our mistakes and if you can start beginning to accept yourself earlier you will you'll be happier for longer you know I'm so glad that I'm 26 I'm going to be 27 in November so like now now was the time where I feel most settled and happy with myself and having yeah having all that journey already means that I know I'm gonna I've got these skills now so just recognizing that you can do anything you want to do um and taking it slow make plans make goals and and just do what you need to do to get there because you can't anyone can do anything um you know only two and a half years into a business like where could it go because when I asked me that question the other day and I said I don't know let's see but because I, yeah. I I can't I, I don't know right now and um yeah anyone can do anything you can do anything you might you can be in the depths of depression or experiencing anxiety and you might feel that there is never ever going to be any let up but there will be it just takes time and work and baby steps yes I am like yes (laughs) yeah that was great yeah because everything you said there is just yeah so true and obviously it comes from a place of of you going through what you've been through and, and getting out of the other side really but it, it, it is true you you can do anything your only limit is yourself really even even in those times where it feels like I cannot get out of this or what is the I can't see a way out I can't see how I can do that I can't do this I can't and you know your brain is telling you you can't do it oh people are gonna laugh at you people are gonna you know and saying all those things but that's just yourself yeah you no know, that that is just within you and and it's easier said than done don't get me wrong it's not like we're all just quitting our jobs and starting our own businesses because things are difficult no. it's hard and that isn't for everyone but 
you know your your own limitations are are within you know and you and you can do everything and what you said right at the end is really clear to me is baby steps you know yeah and I think we can put so much pressure on ourselves from just ourselves like not from particularly anything else you know even I don't know you kind of see people on Instagram are like oh sorry I haven't posted anything or you know kind of feeling bad as if you know oh I've got to post every day or whatever and you can so easily fall into a real small trap of something so trivial like posting on Instagram if you've got a business or or kind of something to sell or whatever that you're like oh I should be posting every day I need to post a reel today you know and and actually you're just telling yourself that like you don't have to beat yourself up about the fact that you haven't posted a reel today you know is you're putting that own pressure on you when actually it's fine and actually does anyone really care like is anyone looking at your page thinking you haven't posted a reel today you know yeah exactly and if they are it's in a genuinely kind interested in your life way rather than a you haven't done something um like generally most of the people you meet and see are looking at you in a positive way and if they're Mm -hmm. not it's probably because they have some issues with themselves and that's not your responsibility so um yeah it's 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 really hard to like get get your head around that um yeah and it and it still it can it still hurts you know if you don't get the responses you want from people but like changing the phrasing of everything was helpful for me Mm. like this is the response I want not the response I need yeah I want the and um that thoughts and feelings are not the same thing um, learning about that was really helpful for me. There are so many tools out there. If you can't afford talking therapy, you can you can find really helpful support on kind of rethinking and challenging behavior patterns and thoughts and recognizing all those kind of strategies. Yeah, I've definitely seen more of that recently, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it's great that kind of more people are talking about mental health and that there's a lot of free resources out there. So that brings me nicely, a nice little segue into my question that I always ask guests at the end is to give a recommendation for something. So it literally can be anything, a YouTube channel, another podcast, a book, whatever. Was there anything that came to mind um, for you? Yeah, so the only thing um, I I would say my recommendation is is trying wild swimming. For me, it was transforming. Um, and there's loads of Instagram accounts. You can just search like hashtag, uh, I think it's UK wild swimmers and you can find people in the UK, but you can also find people all over the world. Um, there are, and it's become a more popular since the pandemic. There are loads of rises in people that, yeah, that, yeah, swim, saw that. swim. Um, but like there's a Wim Hof method. And if you can't mm-hmm. um, swim anywhere, you can do cold showers. It's amazing for your body and mm-hmm. um, for your mind as well. Like I saw um, an article um, not long after I started wild swimming from somebody um, who'd been interviewed by the BBC about wild swimming. And it was an anonymous person. And he experienced depression and suicidal thoughts. And he said that when he got in the water, his whole thought pattern of I want to die switched and became I don't want to die because you can oh. die in, in, in water and you have to look after yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it changed his entire brain. And I really identified with that because maybe I wasn't, ha- I don't think I was having suicidal thoughts at the time, but I was probably ex- 
thinking every day like this is really hard Mm. and you know we get those fleeting moments where you think like this I just wish this would let up Mm. or or I want to give up but when you're in the water your whole focus is on either treading water or swimming and staying alive and for me it just slows my brain down lets me be able to process thoughts in a way I think meditation can be I can't I, I struggle to access meditation it doesn't work for me my brain goes too fast but yeah swimming does that because you have to be thinking about what your body's doing at the same time and there's a whole set of process involved when you get out of warming up properly and having something hot to drink and wearing socks and all of that kind of thing and that soothes my anxious brain because I like I like a little process and I have to pack everything before I go and put everything on and and come home and it's like a full window in in the um into like a different in different world there's something about swimming in nature um so if anybody's looking for something that would help them with their anxiety I'd recommend going to try it definitely with a friend or there's lots of groups you can meet on Facebook and Instagram and go as groups because you shouldn't go alone but it's Mm. really helped we don't need anything other than your swimming costume (laughs) yeah oh that sounds amazing actually when you were talking I could really picture it in my mind you know I could kind of picture like a spring or a lake or something and and kind of yeah having you know hot chocolate or whatever you want after you know I can imagine it being being really really nice actually although obviously freezing cold but then quite nice after getting snuggly kind of Mm. after and and yeah really switching off I have have seen different bits like you say it has become more popular um during Mm. the pandemic which is great um and like Wim Hof had his um I can't remember what it was called but the celebrity eyes thing yes um so he's become kind of more popular as well I do try the shower thing I find it difficult (laughs) but at the end I like to give myself a boost of cold right at the end yeah Um, it's I mean there's like millions I I I'm not know enough about the health benefits but there are there's research that says millions of health benefits of of doing the cold water and thing for your body anyway Mm -hmm. but just the the process of swimming for me is really helpful and doing that outside being in nature makes us feel better already um so kind of marrying those two things is amazing so yeah anyone can find lots of free information on there on the internet about doing that Mm, yeah I can really imagine them coming together actually because I really enjoy swimming for just the same sort of thing I feel like it really does switch my brain off you've not really got to got to think too much um about it but but yeah being around nature that is that is what we all need isn't it more yeah of. so so yeah that sounds great thank you so much and thank you so much for coming on it's been really great to speak with you and I really want to say you know a thank you for being so open you know about anxiety and depression I think it's something that you know we should be talking about more more openly it's something that a lot of people uh, live with and and do live with and go on to do amazing things so it's definitely not something that that has to stop anything from happening so thank you so much Georgina thank you for having me oh you are welcome I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was really great to chat with Georgina and have a really honest and open conversation about anxiety and depression. And I hope listeners can take something away from this. If it doesn't resonate with you right now, I hope it gives you the tools for if anything was to happen or to recognise signs maybe in other people around you. So yeah, I hope you take something away from this episode. 
If you want to connect with Georgina, you can find her details in the show notes. If you'd like to be a guest on the pod, drop me a DM on Instagram at positivitywithbeth or email me thejoyseries1, that's the number one, at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to like, rate or subscribe to put on your positive pants so even more people can access a weekly dose of positivity and you won't miss an episode. Until next time, bye!